0: Welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast, encouraging women to become better disciples of Jesus. Every week we hear from women just like us that are being intentional to know Jesus more and to make Him known. Here's your host, Carmen Halsey. Ladies to this week's Priority Now podcast. We're joined today by Miss Grace Baker, who attends University Baptist Church over in Macomb, Illinois. Hi, Miss Grace. Good morning. <laughs> friends, I didn't even know who you were until a couple weeks ago. And I'm embarrassed of that. And I can't unpack your story quick enough for myself, let alone wanting to share it with my friends across the state. So, so I'm just I'm thankful that you're willing to share your story with us today. Thank you. Grace, let's just start off. I want the women to know that Miss Grace just celebrated a 100th birthday. So when we talk about us being ordinary women with an extraordinary God, she's this ordinary woman that's lived more years than me for this extraordinary God. And when I look at you, you just inspire me. You just, you just, you just kind of push me forward to say, you can do it, Carmen, no matter what you think that culture's changing, you hang in there. God's got a plan. Tell us a little bit about who Grace is, so that they're not just looking at this 100-year-old woman. Let them know what's happened in that 100 years.
1: Well, I don't know where to begin. My dad was a just a farmer, and we lived about 15 miles from where I am right now. I didn't get very far. <laughs> I'm the oldest of seven children, and So I became a mother's helper at a very young age. Mm -hmm. And I went to a little one-room country school, graduated from the eighth grade, and then we went into high school, which was three miles away. At that time, there were no school buses. We were on our own to get ourselves there. But we managed, I graduated in 1938, and it was in the Depression times. And there was no money for college. So I worked hither and yon, mostly uh, mother's helpers. When the mother was sick and couldn't do it, I would go into the house and do the housework. watch out for those children and take care of them. And when the mother recovered, I went back home and was my own mother's helper until somebody needed me again. One of my memorable assignments was what I called Rubberfoot's mother. Rubberfoot's mother. Okay. (laughs) Rubberfoot was not the name of this man, but he claimed to be part american indian and he had this funny gait walk that my brothers called him rubberfoot and rubberfoot's mother was somewhere in her 90s and rubberfoot had to go away on a business trip i don't know what and he asked me to stay the week with mother mother uh, smoked a corn cob pie they lived in a very old house. No electricity, no running water, no bathroom, nothing. And I had to cook according to her direction. The old wood cook stove with a iron pot that sat down in the lid, and yeah I had to make biscuits every morning her way. They had some goats; they didn't have another neighbor come over and milk the goats. The goat milk was put in a big stone crock that sat in the corner of the table in the kitchen. never empty, they just kept adding goat milk to it. You took that sour dinkin goat milk out, put it in your flour and soda, and stirred it up, and amazingly, they tasted good. (laughs) I was going to ask, did you eat the biscuits, Grace? You had to make fresh biscuits, Mother, every morning. And she told me, it's important that I learned how to make biscuits, because I might get married, and if my husband wanted biscuits, I would have to make them. (laughs) Oh, one morning she lost her pipe and I spent most of the morning looking for that silly pipe. <laughs> but anyway, I got through the week and went home. <laughs> oh. I think I earned two and a half dollars for the week. Wow. <laughs> Big pay at that
0: time. <laughs> oh. So so did you did you marry and end up making biscuits? Oh yes. <laughs> oh yes. I married
1: a man named Baker, so what else could I do? I have to bake. But no, I didn't bake biscuits every morning, but I did bake biscuits.
0: Oh, So you're the oldest of seven, Grace. How many of your siblings, has anybody passed on?
1: Three brothers are gone, but I have one brother left. He lives in California. I have one sister who lives just outside Houston, Texas. Okay. And the other sister lives in Reno,
0: Nevada. Gotcha. So how long were you married, Miss Grace? <laughs> I have to stop and think. Forty, forty-two <laughs> 42 years. Forty-two years. 42. I married a
1: man that was a widower that had a five-year-old son. And so I became a mother immediately.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Unfortunately, he's now deceased, but he a he was married, uh, unfortunately. That marriage ended in divorce. However, his ex-wife is now my angel. I have needed someone immediately. I get into trouble, I like falling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I pick up my phone and call her in five minutes, she's here to help me.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: she does so many things for me. Uh, It's it's impossible to to enumerate. And they had two children together. The daughter has two children. Her son is now staying with me. I have found him to be delightful. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: He does anything for me. I'm now waiting. He's a music major. He's brought in his music instruments. I haven't heard him yet. And I told him if he's going to keep those instruments in this house, I have to have a program. (laughs) So I'm waiting for him to
0: serenade me. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, Grace many times, you know, especially times are hard right now, you know, people look outside and we know the pandemics here and life is different. And a lot of women have been squeezed and you've already referenced the fact of growing up in the depression. And obviously you just celebrated a hundredth birthday. So, so you know how to survive. You, you, you model steadfast to us women that are, that are a few steps behind you. What would you say, or what do you routinely say to that, to that woman, that 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 young mom who may be raising a kid, or that woman who may be single, or that widow, or what would you say to that woman that may be listening to us today from your 100 euro shoes to encourage them to just to just to hang tight and stay in the game and not get discouraged?
1: Well, I keep telling things that I've, I almost sound like the broken record. There is an old old hymn that nobody ever sings anymore. Except the other day I was surprised my great-grandson and his mother sang it, especially for me.
0: Mm.
1: And the chorus goes, step by step his hand will guide me, step by step the way reveals. But what in the future flieth, in his mercy he conceals. So God is going to help them. That would be the only thing I could think of.
0: I think that's about as good as it can get in this grace, about as good as it can get. I that's do too. The, how long have you had a relationship with Jesus? Well, that's hard to tell. I think I had
1: a relationship many years before I finally made a public confession. Uh-huh. And that was in uh, 1951, I think, maybe 52. Mm-hmm. It was in April. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's been a while.
0: Ladies, if you're the, the ones of you guys that are listening in today, I was talking to Grace a little bit before we started recording the podcast. And I asked her how long she'd been at University Baptist. And she told me she either got there in 1966 or 1967. So a lot of years in one local church and supporting a Supporting local ministry and Miss Grace. For some of them, don't realize they're University Baptists. Obviously, the college students are your target, or one of your largest target crowds. Do you enjoy spending time with those college-age girls? I enjoy all the colleges. Yes.
2: Some of the stories that our college girls, the ones that graduated a, a year or so ago, could tell you some stories about Miss Grace. A few of them had helped her. She had fallen and gotten hurt, and she needed somebody to stay. And so they were taking turns staying with her and some of the stories that came out of, of those weekends where the girls were here were were just hilarious yeah you know, because they they're all dumbfounded by the life that she's led and and all of the accomplishments that she's done and Miss Grace you'll learn if you talk to her often enough just basically tells you what's on her mind and doesn't hold back any punches so <laughs>
0: Uh, Miss Grace, for you ladies, that's that's her pastor. That's Pastor Rich talking in the background with us today. Would you agree with your pastor on that, that you don't hold back, Miss Grace? That's right. <laughs> that's right.
1: Well, what he's referring to, I fell and broke my heel. And when I came home, I had some apprehension of staying alone at night. And so these college girls divided up, and they would come over and spend the night with me.
0: And in the morning, they would leave and I was all right I love that story because I love that concept I think there's more opportunities than we realize in front of us where just the multi-generational contact can happen just in helping each other out with life but sometimes isn't that the way God can coordinate things right he just creates community around the need that may be in front of us if we're willing to lean in and seize that and it is an opportunity for both people so that's good they,
1: they had a uh, graduate student lived close to me and I talked to her about, well, she was a foreign student too. Uh And I said about their different foods. So she came over and cooked a meal for me, a typical meal, which was delightful. And we planned to do it more often. And then this virus interfered. So she's now in another area. So I guess I've missed that opportunity, but I was looking forward to more of that.
0: Yeah. I just love it, though, that you were looking for it. You know, you saw those opportunities and would take them. That's good. And it's not always easy, right, to invite somebody into our homes and, and into our lives when they're, when there's those needs, right? It's better when we can entertain them as that guest, but when they're coming for the needs. But sometimes those are the natural opportunities that God put step in and meet the need. It's not always convenient or easy but doggone it that's what builds authentic community well grace i want to jump forward in our conversation a little bit because i i want to learn from you some very specific things i'm a few years behind you not a whole lot but i'm a few years behind you and i really look forward to um being with jesus Not in a way that I'm going to rush it, right? But I look forward more and more to being with him. And I just start to picture and start to imagine what that's going to look like and what that resurrected earth is going to be like. And I I may go in the next five minutes and you may have another hundred years on this earth, but I want (laughs) to hear from somebody that's a little bit older than me. Do you look forward to that day and how do you picture it?
1: Well, I'm not sure I look forward it, but I certainly don't fear it. Uh Uh-huh. Well, I had the experience with my husband. He woke up one morning and I'm not feeling well. And he had said the night before that he was gonna get up and walk the dog. He hadn't been able to walk the dog because he'd had knee surgery. He said, I can't walk the dog, I'm not feeling well. And I said, okay, I'll walk the dog for you. I walked the dog, got myself a cup of coffee, went up. How are you doing? And he was already gone. Hmm. And I don't think he feared death either. Mm -hmm. And I don't fear death. And I certainly hope that I can go that way. Mm -hmm. But it's in the Lord's hands and I I don't worry about it. Worry doesn't get you any place. I think I can say I do not worry about a thing. The Lord wants me tomorrow. I'm ready. But I sure hope I stay here for a little bit longer. (laughs)
0: <laughs> we do too, Miss Grace. We do too. We do too. Goodness. Hey, this is a nice time for me to put in a, just just kind of our little commercial to the ladies. Life is too hard to be doing this on your own. God does not intend us to walk it alone. He brings us into community. And so we want to make sure you're connected to the Illinois Baptist Women community. So if you're not already following us, you can find us on Facebook at Illinois Baptist Women. You can follow us on Instagram at, at Illinois Baptist Women or check us out on our website at www.IBS.com say backslash women and I'm thinking of miss grace and just let it be a reminder that we are stronger together when we're sisters in Christ that can just live life together and, and miss grace has given us lots of stories like that so so I really appreciate that so miss grace what does your life in the church look like right now how does God have you serving at this season
1: well right now I have the project of uh, checking to for accuracy for a new directory that we certainly need we have an had one for years and i've been the broken record saying we need a new one you know where your mouth is you get it shoved
0: <laughs> i was thinking that grace because i know pastor rich is sitting there with you don't we hear that from the pastors if we're going to bring a need to and be ready to be part of the solution if god's give it to our eyes right <laughs> i love it you stepped right into that one girl <laughs>
1: yeah. well i had said i'd do it and i enjoy doing things but I have to tell you another mm-hmm. humorous thing, I think. Okay. For approximately 20 years, I was a reader for, well, it started out as a reader for the blind, but then it just was a reader for, it was in a nursing home. And I read basically from guideposts, and one time it was on hymns, and, and I, to get them talking, I said, well, what is your favorite hymn? And this man said, Amazing Grace. And I said, fine why don't you sing it and he started out i come to the garden alone amazing grace (laughs) and anyway and i let him finish he claimed he could didn't have a memory he couldn't remember anything he knew every word to that song when he finished i said well that was good but it wasn't amazing grace." (laughs) Now let's sing Amazing Grace. So from that time on, I finished every session with them all singing Amazing Grace.
0: Oh, how precious. You made goat milk biscuits, sour goat milk milk biscuits with rubber feets, Mom. And then you <laughs> moved right on to having everybody singing Amazing Grace after the readings. That's precious. That's good. Grace
2: is a trustee of our church right now. Really? In the, church, so. In the second year right now.
0: Wow. So Rich, let's take a few minutes. What is it like from your perspective, having Miss Grace part of your church? 100 years of life experience and wisdom. You don't get that every day.
2: No, not only that, but uh, the fact that the house that we're in right now, she's lived in for 70 years. Mm -hmm. You know, most of us don't understand that. I mean we move around too often to, especially in ministry, you think about longevity. Uh And what has always been a shock and a surprise to me with Grace is she doesn't forget anything. (laughs) Um, And so, you know, if you want to know the history of the church, if you want to know about a family or, you know, when I was first got here and I'm looking through the the church roster because you know just like any church you have members that you've never seen before and so I can ask the questions of her and she'll tell me the whole history now sometimes she tells a little bit more than I think she should but uh, again she tells like this but uh, you know and so the fact that she is a wealth of that knowledge but you know just to be able to see some of the stuff that she's done here in the community and and just in her life you know Part of the reason we we organized the the parade wasn't just because she had a birthday, but it was, you know, if you look at the history of her life and the fact that, you know, back in October, she still serves, even in a pandemic, well, I guess technically beginning of November, but uh, even in the middle of a pandemic, she's still serving as an election judge all day. And you have to get there at 5 a.m. and you don't get to leave until 7 or 8 p.m. And she's kind of an example of, you know, don't let age be the, the problem, mm-hmm. you know, when it's just one of those that I think sometimes we give up too soon or, you know, we get we start to get old, we start to get run down, start to not feel good and, and we think, oh, I'll let somebody else take the reins. And And what's always been an encouragement is, you know, she's an example of you're never too old to serve. You know, you're never too old to get involved. She is involved with the senior adult ladies. Uh, they were talking about we we had just started doing some stuff with our senior adult ministry. But, you know, just to see all the things that she continues to stay involved in. And I don't know any other hundred year old that's on Facebook and, and Zoom and Google Meet and more than this woman. Uh, matter of <laughs> fact, we keep the parade hidden from her because she found it on Facebook. <laughs> um she found out about it on wednesday and i figured that would happen because the campus posted about it and uh-huh. i knew she'd see it because i know how tech savvy she is for her age so Ms.
0: grace maybe you're the one that needed to be telling all the women how to stay connected to us through social <laughs> media <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i think somebody's giving your secrets that, that's awesome you know what i love just in a few minutes i've got to talk to you I love the fact that you have such confidence, but I love the fact that you don't hide the fact that, hey, there's times you have needs and you're okay asking people to help with your needs and to accepting help with that. But at the same time, just like Pastor said, you're willing to offer what you have to offer too. So you live, you live life with a balance of those tensions. And I think there's, there's a lot of wisdom in that, but I think there's some of us listening that need to hear that. There's times it's okay, right, to to ask for help and to accept help. And sometimes people see a need that we may not see ourselves, and it's okay to accept that and then us to give where we can give. And, again, that's that's part of being in that community. So, Grace, as we close, as we get ready to close today, what would you say to that woman listening in just to encourage her today?
1: I try not to give people advice unless they ask for it. And ask for advice is not good advice. And I'm not sure that I can give too much except just to trust what the Lord will lead you to.
0: What's the old saying, Grace? If he leads you to it, he's going to lead you through it, right? He's doing something inside us. Right. That's that's good. Well, Grace, thank you so much for sharing your time with us today. Well, I sure enjoyed it. And ladies, if you're listening, we're going to tag University Baptist Church in the the episode notes. And Pastor Rich Barnett, that's Miss Grace's pastor, So if you'd like to talk to Miss Grace more, maybe there's a question you want to ask her, you might be able to reach out to him and and he might be able to put you in contact with Miss Grace. Because I know there's lots we can learn from you, friend. So thank you. All right, ladies, thank you for joining us. Again, make sure you're connected to the or connected to the community because you don't have to do this alone. And be sure to join us here next week for the Priority Now podcast. Mm You've been listening to the Priority Now podcast with host, Carmen Halsey. Resources mentioned today are listed in the episode notes in the podcast app. Stay connected with us through
2: social media and our website, ibsa.org slash women.